Simplified Chaos, episode 102. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hey, wonderful friends. Welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my co-host and handsome husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? Hope you are having an amazing week. It is Christmas Eve when this thing is coming out today. Hope everyone's doing well. Jilly, we got another great episode for our listeners. What are we talking about today? Today's episode is all about back mapping our life. What is back mapping i will explain that soon hopefully i was prepared for this episode you were i know i did my homework (laughs) but before we get into that as always we love to show a little gratitude so jilly what are you grateful for this week sex uh enough said we just did it it was nice thank you nicholas for having sex with me once a week at least appreciate it Anytime. Mm. My pleasure. Uh, and, and tip of the cap to you as well. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What are you grateful for? <laughs> Keeping well, it short and sweet. I mean, I don't know if I can top that, but I sure will try. Grateful for tea parties. Yes. And not the Boston Tea Party, although that was a great moment in American history. Oh, goodness. You're such a history major. <laughs> I know. That's what I majored in. I know it. Talk to me about tea parties. So Lucille had her first little tea party today with a somebody other than her cousin. I was going to say she has been practicing. She has been practicing this for this like, moment. Yes, her moment. And the tea lasted all of maybe 30 seconds to a minute before the, the kiddos just decided to roam the house and have fun. And when we say tea, we really mean we just put water in our tea kettle yeah. and just pour it into their little tiny cups. Yes. So um, some of my good friends from high school, you know, we've we've been, um, you know, friends for, for, you know, quite a while now. And we're all grown up. We have our kids and their kids are a little bit older than ours. Um, their daughter is almost a year older than Lucille, but we went the weekend before and and cut down our trees together with you know this is a tradition we've been doing for a while with some of our friends we go up to tawny town maryland and cut down our trees and this was really like the first time that lucille's been able to really interact with them we haven't seen them in a while obviously this year it's been tough to see anybody but they hit it off their daughter and lucille just absolutely hit it off and we were like, you know, why don't you come over for a tea party one night? And, and they were like, yeah, our daughter would love that. And so they FaceTimed last night just talking about how happy they were to, to be able to see each other. And like literally the FaceTime lasted like a minute and a half. I mean, these this is the attention span of them. But, you know, Perfect. it was just I'm like, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm excited for tomorrow. Me too. You know, see you tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, they came over tonight and they, uh, they also brought their... Um, their oldest boy too, you know, so, and they all just played together. He's five going on six next year, but I mean, it was like, there was no difference in age. They were all having fun, you know, with the wagon and running around the house and, and actually doing really well together. I don't think anybody busted out crying or there was no mine, mine, mine or anything like that. It was a very pleasant hour of kid play. So 
yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful that we had that opportunity grateful to catch up with, you know, my good friend from high school and, you know, just kind of shoot the shit like we used to back in the day. So it, it was an awesome evening. And there wasn't a shit ton of toys to clean up either. Afterwards. No, no, it was the easiest cleanup ever. Like, I just ser- to, seriously took me five minutes, wanted, if that. wanted to mention that because I remember you even stopping being like, you know what? For all of the play that was happening in our house, this isn't bad at all. And I was like, I know. Let's keep this going with this minimal toys. Like yeah. they had so much fun creating games, like using the books. They were making like walking pads with the books. And we had these little cardboard recycling things that I saved from like our new dishes that they were using to jump on. And I brought up the BOSU ball. Like, yeah, the BOSU ball was the hit. It was a hit. They had so much fun just making up their own games and, you know, um, role playing visualizing certain situations in like real life like i could i saw charlie like let's go to the beach and have a picnic and they were pretending to like ice skate on the floor and with their (laughs) socks like the things they came up with just with using with what we have it just kind of even more confirms that people over stuff people over stuff less stuff makes me happy the kids are happy it's grand loved it it was awesome yes i agree all right jilly you're gonna have to explain this episode to our listeners Okay, so basically what we're doing is um, this is like a great culmination, kind of like looking looking at basically into the future um, of what we see in our days. Like where do we see ourselves in 10 years, 20 years, 50 years? And basically what are the steps to get there? And coming from a teacher's perspective, we call that back mapping. As a teacher, usually we look at their assessment or what the kids are going to be tested on. God bless the tests. Um, and You love the test. What we do is we back map. We see what the goal is, like the end of the lesson is or the end of the unit. And we plan accordingly. Like, okay, this is what we need to be taught. We need to have variations uh, of exposure in this in order for them to be successful at this specific thing that they mm-hmm. want to accomplish. So back mapping is super, super um it, it simplifies a lot of when planning lessons, I will say. Um, I Using an assessment and then just planning lessons according to that make it a shit ton easier. Mm-hmm. Like, it cuts out the chaos and all the extra fluff and bullshit that the curriculum may have. So I decided that basically what we're doing with our life is back mapping. We're looking at what our end goal is or where we see ourselves, what we want our life to look like, and we're making the intentionality. We're, you, we're being intentional about choosing specific steps mm-hmm to do now in order to lead us to that direction and it's funny what led us to this episode you know we're we're not super huge planners when it comes to this podcast like we just kind of go with the flow with like what's going on from week to week and what sparked the idea for this podcast is our awesome planners from ink and vault that we purchased you know earlier this year and one of the things that it asks us to do every week is to like reflect on something and, and it gives us you know a couple of questions for us to to think about and for us to write down our responses and this week's question was write the story of your life in reverse so back mapping what what Jill just alluded to it says where are your big goals taking you imagine yourself in 10 20 even 50 years where are you what do you do every day Now think, what did you do to get here? How will your goals for next year take you to the right direction? So Joe was like, yeah, let's complete this exercise and share it with our friends, which is you all. 
It is. So, Jilly, my question to you is do we back map starting at 50 and then go 50, 20, 10, or do you go 10, 20, 50? I say we just, I took it as I'm going to start at 50. Okay. I'm going to start the longest I can think and what I picture as myself as a 50 year old, what my life looks like. No, this is 50, isn't this 50 years 50 from years now? 50 years from now, sorry. So you'll so. be 84? Fuck, I honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I can still do that. Honestly, I was just picturing myself at 50. I really did not read that correctly. Oh, no. I was, I, did I read it wrong? Hold on. Let no, me no, see. you're, you're probably right. Yeah. So you will be 84 in 50 years. Fuck. I will be 88 going on 89. All right. So do so you, do you I, want to share? Do you want to start? I really visualize myself 30 years from now. Okay. So Jill's going to do a little bit different than I my approach. You want to start? How about if yeah. you did 50, then I want yeah. to hear your, what does your life look like as a 88-year-old? 88, 89. Um, let's be realistic. I'm probably dead. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not even shitting you. I'm probably dead. Chances are I'm dead. <laughs> this is really not the way I saw it going. But let's reflect on that. Oh, God. So chances are I'm probably dead. But... <laughs> In my grave, I am looking back. Wait, you're in a grave? You're not like... Or in my... Urn? Yeah, yeah. As my <laughs> dust is settling across <laughs> this planet, I'm looking back and I have zero regret, regrets, regrets, and I've lived a full life. Like, that's what? plain and simple, just the way I want it to be. It's like... And when you hear my my 20 year and my 10 year it'll make sense because i started there and really i guess oh. backloaded it there but this is just kind of the so i'm going from the end and then we'll go to the right. beginning I so i, I the will, 20 now oh I, I thought we were gonna do the 50 together well, you're you're painting such a great picture okay. now i like i'm at the edge of my you're carpet at, okay so <laughs> the edge of my carpet seat so 20 years and and I'm holding up my book and hopefully still talking to the microphone. I kind of did it like career, you know, where I'm at in career, then life, work-life balance, and then just what it's taking to get there. That's kind of the way that I thought about this. Okay, so 20 years from now, you're almost 60. I'm 59. Okay. 58, 59. Um, I'm either still in a senior leadership position mm. or have started my own business after finally discovering my passion. So you think it's going to take you a I while? Think, I think it's still going to take me a while. And I think cool. when you hear my 10 years, this will kind of make a little bit more sense as well because we are going backwards. Okay. But like I'm either in a senior position or I, I have started my own business because I've finally discovered my passion and something that I'm still kind of seeking. Like I, I dabble in a lot of things and I would say that I, um, I, I, I'm a... a student of all things and maybe a master of none at this point in my life i'm better at some things than 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 others but you know i'm still kind of seeking that you know what is that thing that kind of drives me and 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 hopefully i can turn it into something that you know i want to do every day and be my own boss and whatnot i mean that's kind of the way this whole world is is shifting anyway but at the same time i also have a daughter who is 22 at this point shit i know and I started thinking about this and, and really, you know, my hope is that we're helping her at this point realize her dreams and that she's on her way to, to achieving those. 
And obviously, when you're 22 years old, you still have no idea what you want to do in your life. But hopefully, maybe we've we've done some good things to help steer her in a direction where she wants to go. And so we're there to continue to offer support, help her navigate through any troubles that she might be experiencing, and really just being that, you know, that third leg of the tripod, you know, for her and being there to support her for whatever she needs. And then I'm still living a very active life. We're near the mountains somewhere in Asheville. And that's what I'm thinking. Asheville, Charlottesville, somewhere along the Appalachian Mountains Mm. um, is where I see ourselves. And still very, very happily married to the person sitting across the microphone from me. Hmm. I like it. All right. And so now I'll go on to 10 years from now. I still want to be with the employer that I'm currently with, hopefully in a senior leadership position role. Hopefully your work is listening. Hey, VP of marketing. (laughs) Let's bump him up. (laughs) Um, But also, you know, we, I want to be there because we've done things to grow the company tremendously. Like I want to be that person to, to help spark that and, and be the change and, and, you know, lead us to that next level. And, and it's a team effort. I, I, I realize that. And we've got some great people there. Um, just want to continue to work with them, build these relationships. And, and really, I love what our company does. We help people get through this crazy thing called life and, you know, help them with the challenges they experience. And, you know, I want to be able to reach as many people as possible. So that's that's a big goal for me. The next thing is I still have a very healthy work-life balance, even though, you know, my position would be elevated. Like, that's something that's very important to me. And I want to make sure that I continue to do that. You and I will still enjoy traveling and hiking. And... At this point, we will live near the mountain, so we will have access to all these cool different parks and trails within a stone's throw of where we're at. So Mm. I kept it very high level. I didn't want to get too far into the details because I really think it's the the next part that's more important is how are are we going to get there? Like These are the visions, and and obviously we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know what life is going to throw us, and... It's kind of like that exercise we did when we talked with our financial advisor. And he's like, you know, what does retirement look for you? Is it an age? Is it a dollar amount? And what does it look like? And and my answer, my answer to him was like, I have no idea. I was like, I can say what we want to be in five years, 10 years, 20, 50 years. I have no idea. But it's nice to have that vision right now. Obviously, it's going to change from year to year. But having that vision now is going to allow us to make those things happen in life now to get us there is what the point of the exercise was yeah it gives us a direction to head towards instead of just doing things as they come and not really knowing what are we working for what are we living for like what is our purpose um like what it's always nice it simplifies it simplifies the way you do things it's like what is my goal and how Mm -hmm. what are the tiny steps i need to do get there i mean it's really simple um instead of just sporadically going all over the place and then looking back like what the hell happened like what did I do? What am I proud of? You know, what can I do better? So I love these type of questions because it's something that naturally doesn't come in my head. Yeah. You know, I need for a lot of people, it doesn't either. And and that's what I love about this planner is that it asks us questions we might not ask ourselves. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of new planners out there that are really purposeful with asking specific questions to really get you thinking about 
more than just your day to day. It's like your habits, you know, mm-hmm. your well being. What what can you do better each day? And I think these questions really do. Um, you were very specific with your timeline. I kind of this is how I thought of it. You know, I'm more of a I'm not curious. a I'm not a recipe follower. So when I looked at this question, I was just like, all right, where do I see myself when I'm like 50 or 60? For some reason, that was the the age I sure, thought of. Sure, I, I know, There's no wrong way to answer this question because I, I, I think at the end of it is, it's still, it's like, how are you going to get there? So where, where are you at? And I may, <laughs> this sounds like, I was very selfish when doing this. So honestly, Lucille didn't even come to the picture. I didn't even talk about you. I just Fair. talked about Fair. where I saw myself. I was very egotistical when I was doing this, listening to yours. I'm like, man, he really has a well-rounded picture. And when I was doing this, I was very just like egocentric, like, what what do I look like? Where does my life look like? And what do I have? Um, so that's how kind of I, I took it. it. Yeah. But usually when I put all the time and effort into myself, it shows in my relationship. It mm. shows, you know, um, with Lucille. Like, I just find that everyone's happier when I focus on making myself happy. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Uh, I was a little selfish doing this, and I'm okay with it. As you should be. There's no, okay. like I said, there's no wrong way to answer this question. All right. I'm also going to be reading for my planner. Um, so where I saw myself like in my 50s or 60s that I have way more time freedom which means I have an equal quote-unquote balance of work um, time to create you know time to rest um, time to play time to explore like it's a lot more balanced than it is now where I feel like it's just heavy work at the moment um, I'm still connecting to rad humans, whether that's through podcasting and interviewing or whether that is through some type of work. Um, I, I've i been really enjoying the podcast because it's helped us connect to people and I find that I'm seeking that more and more, just reaching out to people and finding out about their stories and their life. So in some capacity, I'm still working with people across the world or across the United States in some capacity. Um, and... The next things that I wrote down, I didn't notice a pattern until I went back and looked at my list, but I wrote enough money for a small home, for a small home base near family and friends, Mm -hmm. enough money to travel once a month. And both of those was just like enough money. It wasn't like, I want to make, I want to have a shit ton of money for this. I want to have a shit ton of money for this. I want to be a millionaire. I want to make 50,000. I know a lot of people who visualize or people who talk about visualizing, like be very specific with the amount of money, like, you know, and I don't have any issues with money, but I honestly just want enough. I don't want to pressure myself and be like, I want to make this amount. Like I'm not after the money, even though that helps, but I just want to have enough money for those things. It doesn't have to be a shit ton, just yeah. enough. And I don't know what enough means. I don't know what a number is, but that's it. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, nobody knows what enough. Like, again, kind of goes back to the re- retirement question. How much is enough money to retire? You have no idea. Exactly. You have zero idea. You may want to work until you die. Yeah. You may want to work until you're 50, and you're going to need quite a bit of money in order to, to round out the remainder of your years. So, I mean, it's, it's different for everyone. And for me, I just don't know what that looks like. I mean, it's really hard to say. Yeah, and the unknown is scary. But, you know, at the same time, I think the unknown helps us live more for the present time Mm -hmm. and not focus so much on like, well, I mean, why worry about what am I going to need then when it's like, you know, we're we're putting money aside now. Is is it going to be enough? We'll figure it out. And if not, 
we'll work to to get it where we need to be but well and one of the things that we do is you know we manage our money very well and we know where our money's going so it makes that that's a process a little bit easier just because we we do know how to manage our money we don't take on any outside debt besides our our mortgage so it makes that whole process a little bit easier for us uh and the last thing i did right on here was that i'm still working yeah um i'm still earning money because i i do realize that I enjoy working and it's something that's aligned to my values, mm-hmm. whether it is still with kids in some kind of teaching capacity um, or whether that is in my own business, you know, involving health and then just helping more people simplify other elements of their life to be happier. So I know that I still want to work for as long as I want to, for as long as I'm able, because I know work gives me a sense of purpose and direction as well. I When I think of retirement, I think of just having more balance in my life. I'm still working, but I may be just have it more to the way that I would prefer it to be versus like working full time mm-hmm. and then having these small snippets of time for play and creativity. It's like, you know, 30% play, 30% creativity, 30% work. Like I have more control over that. And then that goes back to time freedom. Um, but basically I want to work. I just want it to feel more aligned to my values. Um, I mean, I love being a public education teacher. I love the kids, I love the kids, I love the kids, and I love the people I work with. It's just a lot of the things that I feel forced to do don't really align to what I believe in. Mm-hmm. So that's where kind of um, I'm in a crossroads with the profession I'm in now. So um, I'm figuring that out, and I don't know. I'm making steps to make tiny changes, and where that leads, we'll find out. But that's where I see myself. I see myself with just more balance, whatever that looks like in my life, to have choice and when I work, um, how I work, and just more time to do things that I always say, like, I would love to do that, but I don't have time. I think that's like my end goal is anything that I catch myself saying, like, I wish I could do that if if I had time, like, I need to write, start writing that stuff down, because yeah. that's what I need to prioritize to like make happen. Yeah. So now that we've kind of come out with all that, yeah. How will your goals for next year take you in the right direction what do you think so for me like when we so one of the cool things about this calendar is you this planner is you get to set your yearly goals so you think big picture and then each month has goals and then each week has goals that that you can write down and you know you can be as broad or specific as you want and when i go back and this year really threw me a curveball and I, I kind of got away from this, you know, a the little planner. bit. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, you know, I brought it back a little bit. And I, what I've realized is that you constantly need to be reading and checking in on, on what it is that you say you want to do for the year. Because there were some things that I, I didn't do this year. And, you know, looking back on it, it's just like, okay, this was a big lesson learned. Yeah, there was a freaking pandemic this year, but that shouldn't have stopped me from from doing the things that I needed to do to achieve my short-term slash long-term goals. So lessons learned, you know, next year for me, it's, you know, being really, it's even being more thoughtful with my goals this year. You know, this was the first time we did this exercise. And so you kind of think of, you know, what it is that you're supposed to do, but then you go back and you're like, you know what, I need to be a little bit more thoughtful. I need to be a little bit more specific here or a little less specific just depending on on what it is mm-hmm. but for me it's just like 
having that check-in and, you know, one of the things that you and I talked about was just making sure that we're checking in with each other, that we're, you know, motivating each other and helping us reach, you know, what we want to do so that we can accomplish these grander goals that we have in life. So for me, it's just following through and, and just constantly reminding myself of what I want to do and how I want to accomplish it and also adjusting. So basically just being more consistent using mm-hmm. the planner. Yeah. And then having me as an accountability partner to help you stay motivated to keep going you got it cool yeah that was a good summary yeah what oh about it's you? like the power of writing frequently what you want out of life is just yeah. mind-blowing how life-changing it is like people talk about it and i'm like yeah yeah whatever and then once i started doing it i'm like i am so in yeah. like this fucking works writing down what you want to accomplish and you know, dreaming big of what you think your life is. And it's like when you dream about, I don't know, I think when I was younger, I think about like what I wanted my life to look like. I think I just thought it was, I wanted to be popular. I wanted it to be flashy. I wanted to have lots of things. And now it's like the total opposite. It's just like, I always want to have meaning and purpose. Mm -hmm. I want to have time to create. I want to have time to rest. I want to have time for myself. I want to have time for family. I want to have time for hot sexy dates with my husband. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what is, before and after what is meaning to (laughs) like what i want my future to look like is pretty much like what we have it's just slightly more freedom of time when it comes down to your theme for next year is what time time thank you for helping with my t-h-y-m-e oh geez that was make sense since i'm obsessed with delicious foods i know um yeah so thank you i'm glad we're talking this out because in the planner there is like little spaces for you to have themes for your year and there's also like themes and focus for each month which i really like you really think this would this is an ad for this planner but i swear to you this is not an ad for the planner this is just how much we really truly love using this planner yeah um and it's funny like you don't have to use it the exact way that it's it's out there like you use it in a completely different way than i do so make it yours like make it work for you but use it for sure all right. Anything else you want to drop before we get into some resources here, Jilly? Um, no. Did I cover everything? I, you was definitely good? did. All yeah. right. I was I, just I making sure. It was great. I'm just making sure I was thorough enough because you just had these beautiful pictures of like what your life was like, and I was just like, man, mine is not as detailed, but it. I still thought I had a sense of direction, which I like think I said, is there, there's there's no explicit instructions yeah. this is how you imagine it and, i love that we yeah. didn't talk about this before and then i got to kind of hear yours yeah yeah um and the whole reason we're doing this guys not so you like know our life goals but just so you could hear what this exercise sounds like in mm-hmm. practice like this was real time we haven't done this before uh if, and if you think this could be something that could really help you feel like you have more of a sense of a direction with how you want your year to go and your time and where you want your energy to go. I highly recommend doing this because already I'm getting so much out of this conversation with you that I think this is such a simple thing that you could do at home with your partner or even by yourself, just writing it down and then having discussion over cocktails or like over dinner when the kids are asleep, you know? Um, So yeah. Yeah. Grateful for the opportunity to do this. So thank you, sweetheart. (laughs) Same. Likewise. So how, how about that resource? Okay, let me get out my other tool. Uh, it's on my phone. Yeah. I gotta put my planner down. A tool. Okay, so um, it's a blog post. <laughs> what? Like most, um, this it was a blog post. The resource was titled, Why You Should Make It a Habit to Visualize Your Ideal Future. And I'm just going to read uh, a few paragraphs or so. 
Sounds good. Cool. It's easy to focus on what is wrong in your life than trying to investigate a better future because your problems are real. It was Napoleon Hill who wrote in The Master Key to Riches, quote, Mental attitude is important because it converts the brain into the equivalent of an electric magnet, which attracts the counterpart of one's dominating thoughts, aims, and purposes. It also attracts the counterpart of one's fears, worries, and doubts, end quote. People spend time, spend more time than necessary observing what is wrong in their life instead of imagining what their ideal future could be. Visual, visualization without action is futile because mental preparation and inspired action are both necessary to bring to life your desires. This is beneficial for several reasons, least of which means what you give enough attention to is reinforced in the brain through its cellular network. Therefore, if you give attention to what is unwanted in your life, those same cellular structures mm-hmm. are strengthened and become efficient unless you change your thought patterns. Quote, Any idea that is held in the mind, emphasized, feared, or reverenced, begins at once to cloth itself in the most convenient and appropriate physical form that is available, states Napoleon Hill, end quote. And so it is with visualization. Avoid giving your attention to what you're unhappy with in your life. Do not talk or write about it. Rather, focus on what you want to create by setting aside as little as five minutes a day to visualize it. Five minutes. That's not a lot of time. So one anybody, tiny habit. anybody can do this. We all have five minutes where we're scrolling on Instagram or doing something. Just take that five minutes and reflect and write it down. And Napoleon Hill is just a wealth of knowledge. That dude was way before his time. I know. I've enjoyed reading his books. I haven't read that one, but I have read a couple of his. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed it. So as soon as I saw his quotes in there, I'm like, this is a good one. Yep. Anything Napoleon Hills is gold. Agreed. All right. How about that quote of the day there, Jilly? The quote of the day is by George Bernard Shaw. Imagination is the beginning of creation. You imagine what you desire. You will what you imagine. And at last you create what you will. CNN. CNN. That's where he was on. Was he? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I didn't know that. I was like, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. This is a good quote. I'm going to quote him. Early early days of CNN. R.I.P. I'm guessing he's not alive anymore. No. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, Bernard. George Bernard. He lived a full life. <laughs> Had no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> In his grave? <laughs> oh, God. Or ashes. Uh, Anyways, we've brought it full circle. Hey, Jilly. Yes. What's that take action challenge? <laughs> Your take action challenge today or this week is to visualize out loud the life you want to have years from now so that you can create tiny action steps to head in that direction. Then write that shit down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, that wraps it up for another episode. Thank you all for hanging out with us this week. If you like this episode please do us a favor and help us spread the message you can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend and remember sharing sparks a conversation conversation leads to action and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle we want to thank you all for listening today and we will see you again next week see you later y'all